0: the hot summer weather has definitely hit. I am enjoying being inside in the air conditioning right now. I can feel like it's going to be a hot one. And I sent my two boys out. They're out mowing lawns, sent them with plenty of water, ice cubes, and give them all of the you know signs to look for if they get too hot. But when it comes to the summer, where's one place, mom, that we don't want to spend much time? Maybe you've thought of something, but Maybe you've also thought of the kitchen. <laughs> That's where I think of, I don't want to spend my summer in the kitchen. First off, I want to be doing other things. I want to be out in the garden. I want to be maybe hanging out by a pool. I want to be going on adventures or maybe sitting under the shade of a tree, reading a book, spending time with my family. I don't want to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I already spend a lot of time in there, but when it gets hot and you are turning on the oven, you got all the burners going and everything, it is just It's way too hot. And I haven't found a mom yet who says, oh, I love to spend hot, you know, late afternoons, early evenings in my kitchen. So today we're going to talk about some simple and easy meal solutions. So you mama, you don't have to spend your summer break in the kitchen. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions and gain peace in your heart and home. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close up that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. If you haven't already listened to episode 14, in that episode, I discussed meal plan ideas. I titled it the targeted towards kids when they're younger, and I do have plans to add like a second episode that kind of builds off of that for Middle, older kids, because I have found things have just changed in different seasons in life. But really that meal plan idea, that framework can apply to anybody. And I'm going to kind of use that framework a little bit for today's episode. And if you are like, I'd like to listen to some specific episodes about certain topics in our Facebook group, link for that group is in the show notes. Under the guide section is a podcast catalog. You can go in search for certain titles, or certain topics, and it'll pull it straight up. And it's just a document in there you can easily get to. So if you're not in that Facebook group, go ahead and join. If you are, go ahead under the guide section and check out uh, certain episodes that you're looking for. I also want to give a big thank you to any of you that hopped over to leave a review after the episode on Monday, which was episode number 50. And I would love to get some input from you as far as What's your favorite episode? That kind of gives me a good idea of what you'd like to see more of. So I really appreciate it. So go ahead and scroll down on your Apple iTunes app and you can leave a review and let me know. If you don't have Apple, you can simply just maybe send me an email. Let me know what kind of types of um, episodes that you enjoy. And also, if you have a question, you can email that to me as well. All of my email, all that information is always going to be in the show notes, but I wanted to read to you a review today from Tippy Marie, and she says, I follow Lee on Instagram and her podcast is just as insightful and encouraging. As a mom who will be entering homeschool for the first time next year, I am so thankful for this podcast. It is so wonderful to have access to veteran homeschool moms and their wisdom in this is definitely one of my favorites. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I really do read all of the reviews. And I didn't know if I was going to talk about this or not, but I kind of feel like I will. There, are so over 100 ratings and reviews. And there's one that is the complete opposite of all of the others. So maybe you're curious and go ahead and down. And so if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to balance out that one, go ahead. But I'm just going to say that what she writes in this uh, review is the opposite of what all of the others and as some as a mom when I first began homeschooling and even as a young mom and as a younger woman I was very much kind of swayed by things and would have taken this very personally I would say probably even just five six years ago when I started entering into the online world if anybody ever said anything a little bit negative, it really bothered me. And I was talking to my 17 year old about it. And he was saying about how us as people, as humans, we could have a hundred people. You could have a line of a hundred people and they walk up to you and they tell you something that they appreciate and enjoy about you. And then towards the end there, you have one person or even as the last person or anywhere on the line, you have one person who then in that line comes and says one negative thing to you. So you walk away from that and you forget about, you're like, yeah, the 99, they were probably lying. (laughs) That one, that one was the one that was telling, telling the truth. And, and so, yeah, he was saying to me, and I agree that we get so fixated on the one negative thing. And he's seeing that in business that, you know, one negative review or something, we get so hung up on that. So I'm going to tell you that, I mean, you can go ahead and read if you want, but everything she says is. Kind of the opposite. Well, it's pretty much the opposite of what everybody else says. And uh, uh, you know, the thing she says that I dove into, I I I I didn't. I maybe alluded to that, but I I'm pretty sure I know what episode she's talking about as well. And I didn't mention any specifics on purpose. And that episode even was talking about a movie, and the movie only anyway. If you want to check it out, you can. (laughs) It's just is. You know, I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm going to say, you know what? Maybe I have said things that are people don't like sometimes. And most people, for me personally, if somebody says something or I don't enjoy the content that they put out, do you know what I do? I just leave. I unsubscribe. I unfollow. And something I'd seen on Instagram that makes me kind of laugh, people who have like a bigger following and someone will be like, I don't like what you said. You're too whatever. And they will be like, I'm leaving. And so the saying is like, this isn't an airport. You're not an airplane. You don't need to announce your departure. You can just go ahead and head on out. Okay. But if you'd like to leave a <laughs> review, I'm going to focus on T.P. Marie's uh, um, review instead and not on the one negative one. And I think it's just kind of funny. If you check out any podcasts that talk about anything that's a bit divisive, I find it actually amusing to kind of go through and read the negative ones. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me weird or not. But you're like, okay, these people who have huge followings have a lot of negative views, and you have to just Let it wash off of you. And I've talked about this in other episodes too, about when we're homeschooling and we have to, we have to grow a thick skin. And in the episode a couple back where I talked about uh, three people that we need to stop worrying about and how we don't always have the thickest skin. And as time goes by, we grow a thicker skin and we don't, we can see the fruit of what we are doing and we're staying true to what God has called us to do. Okay, that was a completely side rant that I wasn't going to go on. But hey, also wanted to ask, have you joined the Facebook group? The link is down in the show notes. I'm going to, so we're talking about meals and for the summer. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to post in that group and I'm going to ask for everybody's favorite summer dinner. So I want you to join the Facebook group. So you can go check out that post and then you can get some ideas specifically for dinner. And I'm going to have them link recipes if they can and... We're going to have meal plans in no time, all because of the group. So go ahead and join that. Okay, so right now we are going to dive into four tips that I have for you to create an easy and simple uh, approach to meals to keep you out of that hot kitchen. Who wants to spend their summer break in the kitchen? I don't mind spending a lot of time in the kitchen over the winter. It's actually the warmest room in the house. And to me, it's fun to create... Uh, comfort food and nourishing food and come the summer, not that I don't want to nourish my family, but I want to do it in a way that I also have a little chance to breathe and I don't spend hours and hours in the kitchen. So number one here is I want you to create a seven to 14 day meal plan. Again, episode 14, you're going to go back after this, you finish listening here, you can go back to episode 14, you're going to give a listen, kind of understand a little bit more of what I'm talking about with this as well. What you're going to do then is come up with your seven to 14 day meal plan, come up with your list of all the ingredients, everything that you need, check what you already do have at home and figure out what it is you need to purchase. Go ahead and shop in, you know, for the bulk of the items for that seven to 14 days. If you want to shop the bulk of them, I suggest doing maybe picking a day. Say you pick, okay, Monday, I'm going to go shopping for the next two weeks. I'm going to get the bulk of the items that I can. I'm going to get the non-perishable items, uh, everything I need, all the non-perishables for those two weeks. Now, when it comes to the perishable, I'm going to get what is going to last all the perishable items for that one week. And then that next Monday, I'm going to hop back to the store or hop back to wherever I'm going to get my stuff and I'm going to replenish the perishable items, but I don't have to run in. I don't have to do a lot of shopping. I just find that if I can do as much as I can for a couple weeks and I get a little bit of a break. So the second tip here is let's keep the kitchen cool, mama. Let's utilize some different tools that we get to have in this modern age here in 2022. We have, I mean, I know these have been around for a while, but we have crock pots. I love my crock pot. I couldn't live without it. I actually have two (laughs) crockpots. Can I admit that to you? (laughs) Because sometimes I will will do like host a lot of people over and I'll just do a crockpot chili or something that is easy to do. And plus, it's also kind of nice if I need to bring a meal to somebody, I can double it and I can make some for my home and then bring the other crockpot to their house and go pick it up later. But let's keep the kitchen cool with things like we have crockpots now. We have Instant Pots. Have you gotten into that? If you have not, you should. I had gotten one, and I was I was really scared of it. I thought I was gonna like blow things up, but I, I don't. It's it's been a great resource, a great tool to help keep the kitchen cool. But also, I've used it over the winter too. When I have a couple burners going, I have something going in the oven. Uh, just the other day, I had something in the oven at a certain temperature, and I wanted to make some sweet potatoes. So I just put them into the instant pot, and it was done. There's a lot of tutorials, I'm not going to tell you how to use it, read the directions so that you know, and you feel comfortable with it, and that you are safe. But it's an amazing tool to be able to either put a whole meal in or to do part of your meal, something that maybe you would do in the oven or on top of your, you know, on a burner, go ahead and do uh, in the Instant Pot instead. The third one is let's grill, 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 grill. I don't know if you grill or if your husband or you have kiddos that'll grill for you. But if you can get some of that heat that you would normally generate in the kitchen outside, I mean, I know it's already hot out there, but go ahead and do that. Figure out, okay, we're going to grill chicken tonight, but I want to marinate it. We'll get that ready in the morning. Start marinating it in the morning. And it's very easy to say, here you go, put it into someone else's hands and let them go out and grill it outside. And if you can maybe do something in the crock pot or maybe there's been times I've done like, okay, you grill this and then I'm going to do this part in the Instant Pot um, and maybe this on the stovetop. And so it kind of, um, it's not all me. It doesn't all fall on me, which that's a little hint to number four. Let's jump into number three. So check your schedule and plan accordingly. So take a look when it comes to the week ahead. Uh, I like to do this on a Sunday. Let's take a look. I talked to James about, okay, this is what we have going on. But if I say, okay, on Wednesday, I have a kiddo that needs to be eating dinner at five o'clock because he needs to leave at 530 and he needs to be gone for the evening. But I have this going on from 12 to four. I only really have an hour. Okay. Well, maybe that would be better to do a crock pot meal instead. I have plenty of time in the morning. I can put something in at nine o'clock in the morning and let it cook all day. And that way then it's all ready. So take a look at your schedule, see what you have going on and plan accordingly. I know when it comes to kids activities, I know baseball games, they often, you know, they're like, Oh, we need you here at four 30 and we'll get home at eight o'clock. I'm like, well, what are we supposed to do about that? I was more of the, we're going to eat dinner beforehand. And I would have dinner ready then. I guess it wasn't thirty. I think it was like five o'clock. So we'd be eating dinner at four 30 and then we'll do a snack to supplement a little bit later. I was never of the get home at eight o'clock and then make a meal. My kids got home and had a snack, took baths and went to bed. But take a look at like, what do you have going on? Because in the summer, we don't typically have the same things going on as you do during the homeschool year. And each day can vary, not just the weeks. So take a look and see like, what is actually doable and what is best to do on those different days and which meals can I do? Maybe, you know, you'll take a look and you'll say, okay, <laughs> we're going to do like rotisserie chicken. That is like a go-to for me in the summer. Super easy. I actually am heading over to go pick up a couple now and bring a meal to a friend and I am going to grab some for my family too. Notice I said some. One rotisserie chicken is not enough for three teenagers and two adults. So basically I'm feeding five adults. That's not enough. Two, two should be enough. There's no leftovers. <laughs> but plan ahead, plan accordingly and don't say, oh, I'm going to make this huge meal on this day that you have places to be throughout the day. Figure out which days you need simple meals and which days maybe you can do a little bit more and don't plan on doing a grilling day. If your husband's the one that grills and you have to have a kid to a baseball field by five o'clock and your husband's not home from work till five 30. So those kinds of things, looking at the logistics of what's going to be the best solution right now for the, for the family. Okay. So number four, which includes the family, and I want you to include help, get your family involved. So say it's the grilling and maybe you do grill. Well, can you teach someone else how to, how to do that? Can dad maybe do that? That way you don't have to do it. all. Or maybe you do enjoy doing the grilling, but you teach someone how to do whatever else needs to be made inside the kitchen. This is a great time this summer to teach our family new skills. I honestly, and this isn't even, I don't even know that this is necessarily a skill, but just getting them involved. I haven't shucked any corn. Shuck is like when you, I'm not saying a bad word. (laughs) Shucked is when you take all of the leaves, you take all of the stuff off of the corn and you're just left with the corn on the cob. I haven't shucked a corn in 15 years. If I purchase corn, what I do is I it's in a bag. and I don't even bring it in the house. I just hand it to one of my kids. I don't even say anything. They go outside and they go up to our compost pile and they just shuck the corn right there. If you don't have a compost pile, that's fine. Just do it outside because cleaning up from all those little hair things in the kitchen is a little annoying too. But just think of like, how can I include my family? Can I, do I have a kiddo that can uh, peel the potatoes or that can chop up uh, the fruit for a fruit salad? How can you include them so that When you think about, okay, I have this dinner to make, it's going to take an hour and 15 minutes to make it. Well, if I include people, it might only take a total of 45 minutes. Now, not every meal is maybe that can't really work. But for my family, something like tacos, I don't do anything with tacos, but make sure that the ground beef has been taken out of the freezer and is thawed out. They do it all. And we can literally probably get tacos all done. If it's all three of my kids, uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes, we can get, we can start it and get it done. And it can be out on the table. It's one of those really super quick meals because I started teaching them how to do the things. You chop up the tomatoes and the lettuce. You, um, we like to put in black beans, you get the black beans and you rinse them and you brown the meat, all these different things. You shred the cheese. And if you give people in your family. Uh, things to do to help out, it takes a little bit off of your plate. And when we think about like, okay, what is my kiddo doing instead? If they can help, then we can all have a little bit of relaxed time closer to dinner, you know, a little bit later in the afternoon, but then also afterwards. And maybe part of their help is helping with the kitchen with cleaning afterwards too. So get your family involved and start to use this chance to teach your kids new skills. Let's go over that one more time. The four tips in order to create simple and easy meals and mama keep you out of the kitchen is to create a either seven to 14 day meal plan, shop for the bulk of the items. One time you have to probably go back again for non-perishables. And I have this in my notes and I forgot to mention it. This is a fantastic time in the summer to hit up farmer's markets and farm stands. I don't go to the grocery store very often in the summer We buy our meat uh, in bulk and it's in the freezer. And so really I just supplement with fruits and vegetables that I can pick up at farm stands. And if I can get away with not going to the grocery store for a few weeks, a month, or maybe the entire summer, I don't know that I could do that. But I forgot to mention that earlier, hit up the farmer's markets, hit up the farm stands and get that yummy, delicious, local fruits and veggies. Number two is to keep the kitchen cool by using some amazing tools like crockpots, instant pots, and the grill. Number three is to plan accordingly, accordingly with your schedule. Be realistic about what you can do and what meals would best serve your family on certain days. And number four is to get your family involved. Include them, let them help out. This is a great time to teach them some skills. Now, if you are looking for more information like this. And and you're wondering how does my family, like how, what does our experience look like in the day to day when it comes to homeschooling? How do I approach things? How do I solve all of the little things that come up with homeschooling? If you're curious to hear even more than just what I share, can you believe there's actually more, (laughs) there's much more. I share so much more and clarify your homeschool. And if you're like, Hey Lee, I really, what are the best solutions for my family? Yeah, it's great to know what um what happens in my home, but like you're saying, I want to know what happens in my home. I don't know if that was a confusing statement, but you're, you know, you're like, okay, Lee, that's great. That's great for you. That's some good tips. But like, how do I translate that to my home? One of the women that I worked with this uh, past school year was really feeling like, you know, overwhelmed with four kids now at home and saying, How do I, how do I manage like, how do I get them to do the things they need to do. How do I, because we talked about habits and creating habits in in the course. And so we're able to work together. And it was so fun when she sent me uh, the exact thing that I had kind of told her we had done. And I said, this is an idea, make it your own. And she did make it her own. And so she sent me a picture and she's like, this is going so well, the kids are excited. Now I know the excitement does often wear off, but it gives mom a chance. Like it gave her a chance. She's like, I don't have to tell my kids every single day what to do. We have this chore system. They're able just to go ahead and do it. And that's just one of the many ways that you and I can work together in troubleshooting and problem solving of what does that look like for your family? Because each family is unique. There is this general overall to homeschool, but when it comes to specifics and how that plays out, each family is unique and has their own style and their own way of carrying things out and their own way of how they want their homeschool to to look like. So go ahead, check out clarifyyourhomeschool.com. You can get started today and find out even more. I mean, I know of 52 episodes, I have shared a lot. And when you take that and you combine it with the hours <laughs> of video, which is not overwhelming, you can break it up into whatever you want. I don't want, like, don't let that scare you. But the resources and uh, being able to ask questions uh, to me in the student community or in uh, our group calls is just a, such, a, such a valuable thing. And it's great to be able to join in community with other moms that are also going through the course. So clarifyyourhomeschool.com thanks for hopping over today. I want you to stay cool. I want you to figure out how are you going to implement this, get this meal plans, keep the kitchen cool, get everybody involved, be realistic in your planning. So we'll see you in a few days. And I'm really excited. Next week, we are going to start a new series that really has, it came from a small little idea. And then I just started thinking more about it and have just gotten really excited. So be sure to pop back next week to find out about that series. And we're going to dive in together.